Hello and welcome to the Cognitive Engineering Podcast produced by Tell Me Studios for Aleph Insights. In this series of podcasts, we take a look at interesting topics and discuss what we think they tell us about analysis and decision making. I'm Fraser McGrewer and I'm here with Nick Hare and Peter Coghill of Aleph Insights. And this week we're discussing which is the best fruit. Peter, which is the best fruit? Uh, I can't answer that definitively because obviously it's very subjective. But uh, the the question came about. Um, I was uh, I recently went up to see my parents to stay over for a few nights, uh, and I uh, the typical parent household they still view as a child and they're forever trying to force good food down you and prevent you from eating biscuits, which means that whenever I I'm gonna gonna stay. There's always a huge, huge fruit bowl selection, but it's great. So I, I, I do like fruit, so I tuck in. And I was, um, uh, I think I was peeling an orange, but a neck, a sort of satsumari type small orange thing. Nice loose skin. Ni- well, actually, and this is the point. Ah. So um, I and I, I was well, I was peeling this orange with great frustration. Stop calling it an orange. Well, what is it? Well, what was it? What there? if it's a satsuma or a tangerine? It's, it's one of those. But it's a, of the, an easy okay. peel because an orange citru- is definitely not one a of citrus, the A citrus, a citrus fruit of some sort that was that difficult was to peel, color. small. And I, I thought, well, I, and there were several different types of these oranges. There were several similar, or, similar, similar citrus fruits in the bowl and I was having more than one. Some of them were easy to peel some of them weren't. The easy to peel ones were less tasty, very obviously less tasty than the hard to peel ones. And that got me thinking, is there some correlation between between the effort and reward of uh, of a fruit, um, and, I, and I, so I was sort of musing on this <laughs> and um, comparing. You know, apples are they more tasty than bananas? You're just ca- bananas, you're just comparing apples they, and oranges there. They, well, yeah. yes, <laughs> cliche. Uh, and are they, uh, uh, so is is there sort of so mangoes really difficult? Pain in the bum, right? Really fibrous. Big stone in the middle, which is almost well, probably more than half the volume, and they've got really thick skin. Difficult. Uh, you've got to all sorts of techniques to get them on. Whereas an apple, you can all you need to do is wash it and bite it, and it's done. Um, so, is there is there some sort of um, correlation? And if you could design the best, uh, the optimum fruit, what would it look like? Right, mm. we need to set our minds to this. So, d- devising the, the Aleph. Here we go, the Aleph challenge. We're going to design the optimal fruit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, this. I think this is super fascinating and absolutely i know that oranges aren't as popular as they could or should be precisely because of the faff factor mm. yeah um, so i've got a faff i've made a faff scale great because i was analyzing this one is one so this goes from one to five one you can stick it in your gob right away blueberries blackberries just stick it straight in and eat it two is it's very easy to peel so that would be a clementine or a banana so you can just take the skin off and then you can eat it. Uh, three is if you've got a stone or a core of some sort to worry about. So I would put an apple or a cherry in that in that category because you have you, you okay you can just bite into it, but you can't with total abandon. You've got to worry about that stone. You've got to eat round it. That's I think fat. your scale is wrong already, but keep going. Yeah. I've, got a, I've got it's a I've got a different and I haven't finished superior so for, scale. Okay, it. fine. Uh, but um, wait one sec. Four is it requires some prep, but not that much. But you've got to use a knife at this point. So melons grapefruits you've got to cut them in half and finally the extensive prep involved in a mango or pineapple puts it at a five that's my faff scale okay so that's peter's let's hear peter's brilliant so that's so that's that's the hair uh the hair faff Faff fruit scale scale, right okay so i I came about a very similar scale but i decided to break it down into all the all the activities you have to do to a fruit before you can eat it so um i had all the same kinds of activities but so say uh, a banana right uh, you don't have to wash it 
you have to peel it, but then you don't have to do anything else to it. So that gets a score of one, one point. Um, wait, wait, wait. So there are, there are, there are, have there you got are, a zero? Yeah, there's a zero because okay, right. you don't have to do anything to it. Yeah. But even berries you have to wash. So everything, but more or less, gets mm. I'm, I'm not too fast yeah, about I this washing wash thing. Anyway. So, um, pick them off the tree and eat them. So, um, so there's like there's there's six different activities, uh, including washing, peeling, destoning. Uh, well, there's peeling easy, peasy, peeling hard. Uh, so if there's a hard peel, you get two points, and then um, and eat some fruit you have to cook, etc. So there's lots of activities. So different fruit have different uh, scales, and then I uh, uh, got a list of uh, fruit energy content per hundred gram, working on the assumption that by and large preference for a fruit on average is going to be driven by energy content um so you you have a natural disposition towards thing you make th- things yeah i can tick, totally yeah. disprove that but yeah based on my analysis but carry on okay so and i found a very a, a very weak correlation between faff and energy right. content yeah. as a proxy for taste um so you're uh, doing that as a proxy for taste okay. yeah so i'm assuming that you know, by and large if it's something's got more energy in it you're going to find it more tasty yeah 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 um so yeah, a very weak correlation, only zero point one five. Okay, so hold no, on. So, yeah, but I think Peter's made a terrible, uh, terrible gaffe there in assuming that energy content is correct. Because one of my least on my ranking, I, I also rank them by calories per gram because I think that's something to take account of. It's certainly something you're interested in. Uh, so for me, for example, I I would like to minimise calories if I can. So I've separately ranked tastiness. And mm. calories per gram, and there is almost no correlation at all. Um, and in fact, my least favourite fruit, uh, well, it's equal least favourite fruit, uh, is also the highest in calories, which is dates. Uh, Medjool dates, they're off the scale in terms of calories per gram. Um, and I, I hate dates, loathe them. Um, and then, and then, but then you've got uh, other things like, I mean, I, I love uh, melons. Melons are one of the lowest calories per mm. gram. In fact, the whole melon family well, that's occupies your three bottom. So I'm trying to find. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah but I'm just, saying, I'm just saying your preference. assumption that it's something somehow related to energy content per gram, I massively reject. Oh no, but I think on average, if you took everyone's preferences for fruit, the global average for preference for yeah, melons. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I've got an oh, economic no, argument. It would be it would yeah. be uh, linked to energy. Right, closely. but I, but I'm saying that that isn't the case. I mean, I, so I, that, okay. I, I don't know where you, why you, why you, you're just making that assumption. I am making that, assumption, but I'm declaring yeah. it. So it's fine. no, but I, but I'm, let me. T- I've got an economic argument, right? God, it's always like this with fruit. It always no, but ends this up. Is, this never is, talk, got, never at dinner. Never discuss politics, religion, or fruit. Yeah, I mean. exactly. No, my economic argument is simply that all of these fruits are available, right? So none of them can strictly dominate any other, right? They must all, in some sense, be on some kind of boundary. Right, they must all occupy some equal point at a boundary, so that there is gonna be someone who thinks that uh, you know the ta- the extra taste of cherries uh, is sufficient to offset the fact they have a stone, um, and that the effort of preparing a pineapple is offset by the tastiness of the pineapple. So you know, I mean, I take I suppose I'm sort of agreeing with Peter in the sense that I think taken everything into consideration, the fruits we have available in shops all in some sense represent optimizations of fruit um over hundreds of years and there are fruits like you know uh what's that fruit that they have in um the far east which is disgusting 
Um, jackfruit, is it, or something? No, it's there's... not jackfruit. I forget the name, but the one that stinks, right? Yeah. Uh, so I, there's I there's a, there's there's fruits, you know, which no one eats, right? Which obviously, you know, outside very niche real fruititarians, uh, which obviously have uh, you know are are inferior. So, but so in some sense, these fruits are all good at what they're doing. Um, okay, we're, none we're... of them is going to be better. Having said that. No, but I think right. we have to be anthrop- anthropocentric about this. We have to. Others, there's no point in having the discussion. Well, I think you mean we have to take into account the tastes that people have. No, I mean. What do you mean anthropocentric? In because the reason why that fruit stinks like it does is so that I think it's so it's attractive to flies. I think. Right. So, okay. So we have to forget about the flies and just concentrate on us. So that fruit is just. Yeah, yeah, you're right. But it's, that's why it's not in shops. Shops are. I don't know if you know this, but shops are not natural phenomena. They're created by humans, right? The reason that humans have put those things in shops and that there's a trade in them is that all of them are considered good by someone. Yeah? Okay, look, hold on. Let's sort of let's do this in another way, right? So I don't um, think we've scratched the surface here. No, no, we haven't. No, we, I know. We, for one thing, we don't know what Peter's favourite fruit is. Right. Well, look, this is my point. This is what I want to say. So let's just go with either your favourite fruit or the fruit you eat most often. Um, Peter, uh, favourite fruit would be pineapple, but I don't eat it very often because it, it, it needs it needs to be done at a scale to make the faff the the faff scales well with pineapples. Uh, if you use the the Coghill technique of a yeah. sharp knife and chopping board yeah. but in order to make it worthwhile washing up the chopping board getting yeah. the knife out you have to do it for a whole pineapple which means that you have to eat a whole pineapple within a couple of days yeah so i don't and i don't so at I the don't, risk of heartburn as well yes yeah so uh i think but the favorite fruit overall is probably the apple because it's just so convenient yeah uh, you don't even need to wash you just wipe on your what t-shirt kind of apple um something small and uh, and uh, and sharp like a cox's apple yeah Okay. Um, because uh, it's zero faff, pretty yeah. much. Um, Nick. By the way, for yeah, for someone who can be so um, someone who can be so clever, I thought you had some really stupid bits on your scale. <laughs> which um, I think which was, I think you got your second and third mixed up. Fraser, anyway. you have to you have to assume that if you think my scale <laughs> so, is stupid, so, so it probably being, might be you. You're being <laughs> subject. You're, your scale is quite subjective. No, because you're, sort of, you're you're wrapping in your dislike for doing. Well, certain no, no, things. no, it's not. No, I tell you what it is. Is that when it's if you got so I'm putting peeling, uh, having to peel something as easier than having to worry about a stone, and I'll tell you for why. No, no rubbish. Oh. Go on. Would you will you allow me to tell you for why or not? Right. <laughs> Because uh, once you've done the peeling, which is easy by definition, no, it's not. You're done. You're good. No. You just stick it. God, it sorry. isn't. It, I've defined it. <laughs> I've defined it as something that's easy to peel. But it's so not easy. It's, it's easy not easier than just picking something up the and eating is that, it. Uh, no, that's why that gets a one. Right. Yeah. The point about having a stone or a core is it affects every mouthful. Whereas once you've got done the peeling, no, because you if, you've got go- a, if you've got a big apple, you don't have to worry about the core. Right. You do. With every mouth, as you get closer to the core, you have to worry about. You said where with it is. every with mouthful, with a stone or a pit, you've got to take it. You've got to chew round it. You've got to bite round it. You've got to spit it out. It's a pain in the ass. I can do it now. <laughs> bed with just peeling something which you just Nick, eat. Right. Favorite fruit. Right. So uh, I. This was a useful exercise for me. I have to say I'm not a fruit person, but I. Um, but I, I ranked everything in terms of calories per gram, tastiness, and faff. And then I took various use cases. So for me, particularly, I'm, I'm negatively interested in calories per gram. I want calorie, low-calorie fruit. Um, and I obviously want tastiness, and I don't want faff. So 
putting all of that into consideration, what I realised actually is, is Peter mentioned pineapples, is that there's a whole family of fruit which is sort of quite acidic, and that would include um, uh, kind of plums, uh, cranberries, pineapples. That that which I just I've discovered I don't really like. There's a certain kind of acidity about those kinds of fruit, a squidginess and an acidity that I don't like. But anyway, top of my list, grapes. Good old-fashioned grapes, right? Just sling them in. Seedless, mind you. Yeah. They would, <laughs> if they had seeds, yeah. they would be a three on the fat. So that would be no good. But uh, so grapes, strawberries, raspberries. Top three. And that, you know, that actually pretty much accords with my fruit behavior. So this doing sorry, this... Sorry, say those again, sorry. Grapes, strawberries, raspberries. Okay. Right? So if... if you know so that that does that accords with my with my fruit consumption actually pretty well um and then it's nectarines and tangerines which i also do, would eat uh and and then after that the classic banana uh and then when we get it's really i eat a lot of the top those top fruits and then we get to things i don't eat so apricots blueberries peach sort of second division and finally at the bottom there's a bunch of things which i actively dislike which are kiwis pomegranates papayas grapefruits and dates that's my that's my nightmare five fruits Hold on, you've missed out the king of the fruit, which, which is, is the apple. I didn't hear that anywhere. No, apples are like my seventeenth favorite fruit um, because I uh, they're um, they're quite quite high in calories per gram uh, apples, and uh, I don't find them particularly tasty. So mm. I, they're only a three on the tastiness. That mm. can totally offset by the three on the faff because of the core, the ever-present core. Yeah, which obviously you're wrong yeah. about. But um, Okay. So so there there we are. But okay. I, anyway, I did... So, I mean, if we were just interested in packing for... Of course, as usual, it boils down to what you want. If we were packing for an Arctic expedition, we would be looking for, uh, you know, calories per gram. And it's a totally different story. Then you'd be packing also dates, think about durability. dates and raspberries and, um, yeah. uh, and, uh, and bananas. Yeah. I mean, you're going to be in trouble with things like... Um, I can't remember it was on your scale things like nectarines and apricots for example things like that yeah. whereas you're going to be alright with apples yeah. jam and marmalade is, is your answer there yeah yeah um, look a couple of things first of all I like the fact that by quite some distance our most heated discussion ever on the um, Cognitive Engineering podcast <laughs> has been about fruit and that's we're talking about we're in the region of 100 podcasts we've done I like that um second well i've only just discovered i'm i'm in a room with a pair of fruit morons <laughs> <laughs> i'm disgusted at the yeah. um but also um yeah i hope by the way that all this research was or these ratings you've got were only for the purposes of of, of research for this podcast i hope you sort of didn't do these on your own sort of years ago yeah now i've done it though it's gonna yeah, come in handy yeah, i'm gonna maintain this I'm yeah gonna work on this but so. look um yeah for me by the way I'm a simple guy. Um, apples. Um, and it's got to be a Braben. Um, but it's also got to be a Braben that's not part of a multi-pack. It's I'll agree they, with you. Because yeah. they, they, they diddle you on that stuff. But I agree with Braeburns. They're, they're the all-round best apples. They're nice and big. They've got, they got nice... They're, even though they're slightly red, they are nice and... Uh, sh- they've got a nice sort of apple sharpness without being too acidic. Yeah, yeah. But do you know... So we've... That bit we've done, okay... But next, we've got to look at this in a constructive way. We've got to think about what if we could design a superfruit, okay? Mm. And I'm going to blow your mind with something here. Go on, then. So, in, so imagine, for example, if you could eat an apple that tasted just like an orange, okay? Now, there's an element of is that possible in terms of texture, but anyway, imagine that. Wouldn't that be great, right? But imagine, um, but imagine no more. Okay. 
in in Brazil, you can eat a banana that tastes like an apple. Um, and in fact, as you may or may not know, there are uh, huge dozens of varieties mm. of bananas in the world, but we're just kind of used to one or two of them. But in Brazil, you eat, and I've had it myself, this beautiful, very sweet banana. You eat it, it tastes just like an apple. And sure enough, they call it an apple banana. Um, so look, let's design from, so mine was the apple, yours was... Pineapple. Pineapple, yours was um, grape. Yes. Okay, let's design this okay. fruit. Right, so right. we need, and we could, we can call it the Aleph. So I think, well, in terms of packaging, the banana is king. It's brilliant. It's 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 uh, it comes with its own wrapper. I think we're clean. thinking about if we're thinking about distribution as well. So if we're thinking about the need to travel, make it travel round. Well, the fact that banana tra- bananas comes, travel pretty well. As long as well, that's you, what I mean. So, so which I wasn't doing, but and perhaps we should. Yeah. So if we've got to think about the necessity to to keep it sort of not getting yeah. bruised, I think a banana. Have it, a banana is the easiest peeling. That's the easiest fruit prep, really, isn't it? Yeah. It's, it's no, pretty... because you want oh, something that you... preposterous <laughs> things that he's coming out with. No, because you want something that you don't even need to peel, that preserves itself without having to have a, 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 a well, but, skin, but, uh, the, like an where, apple. Where the banana wins, this is where my scale needs some... My, my faff index needs some work, is that um, because you're peeling, uh, but it's really easy peel, you don't need to clean it. So I'm assuming that all the fruit you need to clean. I never wash so, fruit. I, yeah, so I don't wash fruit, fruit. Washer, so I think this is because Peter's a germaphobe, so he's more <laughs> yeah. interested in washing fruit. No, but if you so if you're if you're if you're roaming through the woods and you come across uh, an apple tree, um, you'd probably want to wash the apple, wouldn't you? No, especially if you were roaming through the woods. Okay, well, roaming through the woods next to a motorway with all the diesel fumes and mm. certain things. You rub it on your jumper, don't you? You rub it on your yeah, well, pullover, so apples, your stripy pullover. Apple, yeah, apples have got a sort of easy wash function, which means because they're shiny, you can just rub it on a cotton shirt and it's fine. Bananas have an easy, even easier because you just by removing this the easy peel skin, it, it self cleans. Um, whereas a raspberry has got a, quite a complex texture to it, they're quite difficult to wash. Um, okay, look. So mm. thinking about this, I'm, and- I'm, I'm persuaded. I think, I think, I think we have to face the practicalities here. And if we're going to get these new fruits to, to every corner of the globe, I think it's got we've got to put some sort of nice skin around it. And the great thing about banana skin is it's yeah. sort of uh, like pants so you want, and peel. You want a banana so, kind of, I think it okay. needs to be slightly more slightly cubic, so it can they can stack well. Yeah, that's yeah. good. Um, cubic. So cubic, cubic banana got, skin type bananas. What color? What color? Well, I think the yellow of a banana is quite appealing, um, and they 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 got a good handy ripeness indicator built into the skin. So yeah, yeah, green through yellow to brown nice. tells exactly what kind of banana it's going to be when you open it up. Okay, and uh, I've got a nom- I've got uh, well, I mean, <clears throat> what might be good is if once you peel that banana, it was you had sort of eight. Uh, eight mini cubes inside, some of which was was grape, <laughs> some of which was nectarine, some of which was strawberry. But I, but my nominee for the contents mm. of this thing would be strawberry flesh, because uh, it's the lowest calorie per gram of the things that I consider tasty. Um, but do you want it to taste like a strawberry as well? Yes. So that's what I want. I want. I want. But you don't have to go very far away from a strawberry, so you can make it taste of a strawberry, and you don't have to do much to the. Uh, fat content because I guess that's where the really difficult trade-off is it's very hard to say well I want something that tastes like a 
banana but has the fat yeah. content of a think, of a watermelon. I think because... we could probably have different varieties because given that we've solved all of these complex genetic engineering problems, what it tastes like could be literally anything. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I, I'd have nice like, combinations I'd like, as well. I'd yeah. like one that sort of starts off strawberry flavored one end and then goes progressively to pineapple on the other end because it, a fruit salad that's pineapple and strawberries is just the most incredible combination well, if it's a cube you can have three different dimensions represented so you can have from top to bottom you could have acidity uh and then you could have sort of fat content going from left to right and then in the z-axis you could have color so if you wanted to have a highly acidic squishy fatty kind of like a maybe a kiwi fruit type thing you'd go to one corner but if you wanted something more like a blackberry you'd go to the other corner you know uh yeah something like that i like this i like this um and um yeah something actually also in the uk we're actually relatively um we uh, really have designed the ideal fruit yeah that's a brilliant idea for a fruit we've, See, this is we've the, done it lads this is, if you like this is the fruit of 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 such heated debate you see because we're so motivated to sort of to right. find a solution start that kickstarter yeah anyway i mean i think what this has all illustrated is the joy of multi-criteria decision analysis which uh as i have actually found is useful it's useful just for doing it because you find out stuff that you didn't know like you know dates being the most calorific fruit per gram and and then you discover things about yourself so when i was forced to make a judgment about you know what what fruits do i really like I discovered there were these clusters, you know, so there's this cluster of sort of squidgy things like sort of apricots and oranges and things that I'm really not that fond of, mm. you know, uh, raisins, not a big fan of those at all. Just that's kind of squidgy, fruity, squidgy, acidic thing I don't like. And I much prefer these kind of more fleshy, melony, strawberry type things, you know. So I did, I'd never really thought about that before. But now I've handily managed to reduce my fruit heuristics down to just, you know, is it one of yeah. this type or that type? Yeah. But also, we haven't talked about in terms of faff. We haven't talked about payoff in terms of of, 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 of against a risk. So, for example, there's a risk when there's a risk when you eat an apple that you might not like it because there's something gone wrong with it. Um, but there's a risk when you eat an orange that it's it's sort of gone off or you know it's too acidic, etc. But of course, the journey to get there is very different with each of those fruits, and that's why I don't eat oranges that much because I can't be bothered with the faff to get through to a disappointing fruit. Um, Peter. Anything, anything to yeah, say? Yeah, orange is another thing that the faff scales quite well if you get in there with a knife rather than trying to yeah. peel it by fingers. That tends to be my uh, solution. All, yeah, all that sort of half inch of pith that gets left when you're trying to peel an orange uh, without any implement, it's just, um, it's just taking unappetizing, pith. isn't it? Yeah. It's much better to do half-time orange style and cut it into slices and That's what I do. munch them out. Yeah. Uh, no. Uh, Look, I think we need the, to the round orange, off with What something. you want to do with an orange is squeeze all the juice out and drink that. Throw the orange away. Love freshly squeezed orange juice. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, Fraser, you were about to wrap up. Yeah, I don't know what to wrap up on now, but um, I think we've got somewhere somehow with something there. And I think I can see a new direction for Aleph, uh, Aleph Fruit Incorporated um, with our sort of genetically modified yeah, fruit. Yeah, yeah, all I'm, sort of, I'm yeah. kind of up for that. I think it was a productive, you know, 20 minutes or so. Brilliant. Okay. Um, thank you, as always, for listening to the Cognitive Fruit Podcast. Um, uh, I'm Fraser McGrew. We've been here with Nick Hare and Peter Coghill of Aleph Insights. And... Um, <laughs> Thanks, as always, and until next time. Stop laughing at your own joke. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just still slightly sort of um, shocked by how much time we devoted to fruits. Oh, anyway. It's good. It's a good one. Yeah. Right? yeah. Okay. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm.